Shout out to Clarity for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. I've been battling allergies for years now. Let me tell you, they've been a real ordeal in my life. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available release sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Weight loss is not about whether you're eating XYZ calories or whether you're eating any special foods. Weight loss is about whether or not your body is in a state where it perceives contrast. Weight loss is simply, or weight gain, is simply what happens in the duration of time it takes your metabolism to reacclimate to your new intake. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershaz, and I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine is about two things. Number one, people are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world. Doing both of these despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews of world-class speakers and business leaders showcasing their origin story, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now, so it can help you step into your greatness within your own life, business, and career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years in entrepreneurship as a CEO to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation and messages, and I'm stoked to have you guys here. Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mishazde. And boy, do we have a freaking amazing show today with my man, my friend, my former coach, but always coach, Angelo Poli. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you so much, buddy. It's great to be here. Oh, dude, that was literally a Greatness Machine first, me singing Let It Go from Frozen. Wow. I didn't realize how much I would enjoy that. <laughs> well, okay. Guys, uh, the greatness machine. We're about two things: people living their passions and those who are creating greatness in the world. And um, my man Angelo is neither short of passion nor greatness. So we're going to be chopping it up here in just a second. But Angelo, do you mind if I give a little bit of our background, our, our history, if you will? Do it, absolutely. I was thinking about this. I'm like, man, I don't remember how I found you. I, I, I but I, but I, it was a very important find, nonetheless. It was very life changing for me. Um, Somehow, were you were you always advertising MetPro on like on social media? Was that maybe how I found you? You know, we we've done that off and on over the years. Yeah, so I mean that that could very well be. I think it was. I think there was some promotion. It was this thing where it's like CEOs getting into the best shape of their life, and you had a couple of people that were men that had done it, and and I clicked into it, and it was this like scientific approach to metabolism, and. I was 363 pounds of like beef. And I was like, man, I, I, I need to like, I, and I was 38 and I was like borderline, you know, uh, diabetic and I, and I had high blood pressure and, and I, I used to have it. You can't, I don't know if you can see it now, but I used to have like black over my, which is insulin, excess insulin. Um, so I had, I was having health problems for the first time in my life. Uh, from being a big dude and so when you're a big dude people are like oh you're just a, you're just a big dude like you're just big man 
you know, like, and there, and, and, and which is cool. I mean, my, my heart and my joints didn't give a fuck. They're just like, uh, yeah, we'd be happy if you weren't a big dude. Um, and my insulin, what didn't care. Um, so I got to the point and you and I talked about this where I'm like, I'm like, Angelo, I just, I, I, I don't want to die. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to die, man. And so I, I found Angelo and I was, I was like, this is a guy that hacks, like basically works with people to like works directly with the metabolism. And he coaches some amazing people. Like you, you were doing Aaron Rodgers and all these athletes and celebrities and CEOs. And I was like, man, I'm just going to work with the best and we'll see what happens. Right. And so, um, so fast forward to uh, us, we worked together for nine months and then my wife got sick and I called Angelo up and I, and we, and I lost like about 40 pounds and you were just like, dude, I'm just going to, you know, like, and, and, and I'll, I'll let, I don't want to tell the whole punchline of the story, but basically I took a little break because my wife got sick and I'm like, Hey man, just put me on a maintenance diet. And then, and, and, and we had had some pretty good success together. Um, but I needed a break because I had to deal with this, my wife's health issue and me being on this hardcore program wasn't wasn't serving at the moment. And I gained like 40 pounds back in like six weeks or something. It was like some insane number, right? Where I was like, what the hell? And at that point, I made the decision to get weight loss surgery, which now I look like this felt amazing human being that I look like today. But, um, but, the, but I said to myself, and you'll appreciate this. I told you this story, but I want the audience here. I was like, if I worked with Angelo Poli, and and we haven't even talked about what you and I did. This is like day, <laughs> daily. I, I mean, dude, I, I did this thing with Angelo guys where I did twenty four hours a week of, of workouts in one week, and it wasn't at his suggestion; it was at mine. Yeah, make sure you clarify where the crazy is coming from here, Darius. <laughs> yeah, you were like, I guess I'll support you on that if you want to, dude. Like, really? <laughs> it was like six hours a day of me working out. Um, and Angela's, you were cool with it, but you're, you're just like, oh, yeah, sure, man. I'll go along with your crazy, which is a really great way of describing it. Um, so we were doing all this crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I was like, look, if I just done all this and my body was, I was on a maintenance diet, meal prepping and working out and I gained all the way back. And I was like, yeah, that's not normal. This is like health. This is like, like broken foundation. Right. So I got surgery after that. But anyway, man, here we are now. So, I mean, just so to, to speak to that. So first of all, don't, don't ever say it like the, uh, that this was in any way, shape or form a failure. There are so many good tools out there. Take advantage of what health and science has to offer. The key is the right tool for the right person in the right oh. time. Uh, I've had success with clients, obviously, that have done a different route. I've had success with clients that have found surgical intervention as an incredible tool. I've had success with clients who have previously had surgery to help them. And now their metabolism, their body, their circumstances at a totally different spot. And they are setting a whole new series of goals. So, just, you know, there's never a right or wrong. Uh, and, you know, as as we visit today, you guys will probably get to hear that's kind of the absolute opposite of my whole shtick and my my belief process is uh, individualization. What works for one person, unfortunately, is unlikely to work for you. And 
analytics and science has proven that out time and time again. That's where we got to really dig in and get granular with action steps. What works for you? Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's interesting when, when, cause especially after I got surgery, a lot of people were like, it, well, first of all, being, being a, I, I was a lucky overweight person. I'm going to tell you why I think I was a lucky overweight person. And you'll probably agree. <laughs> Is yeah. that I was such a beast of an athlete growing up. And I found this picture of me the other day, which was when I was standing in front of my freshman dorm and I had a 21 inch neck of like, like, but it wasn't like, it was just like muscle neck. Right. And I was like, dude, I had so much like lean body mass that the minute I was able to intervene and create a massive amount of contrast in the body weight. And because I uh, was endomorph, am I endomorph or ectomorph? Definitely endomorph, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hardcore endomorph. So yeah, you could, you know, an endomorph when they have a 21 inch uh, calf, uh, you, you know, uh, but now they're 18 inches. So they're, they've, they've shrunk a bit. Wait, when you lose 153 pounds and you only lose three inches on your calves, you know, you're, an, you know, you're an endomorph. Um, no, but I, I will say I was lucky in that um, when I did the medical intervention, I had this massive contrast because you, when you amputate your stomach, like, dude, you just like, I don't care if you want to or not, you, it's hard to eat. Right. And so um, when that happened, that created a, a, a physiological situation where there was just contrast and I just, the weight flew off. But the cool thing was I had so much lean body mass. My lean body mass only went from like 232 to like 183. I only so lost 30 pounds of muscle. And we want to emphasize that, you know, that, that wasn't – everybody has a genetic predisposition. But that wasn't there just by osmosis. That was there because you put in the work to have oh, it there. Dude, I, I even when I was – sick right because i do consider when i was overweight that i was it was a sickness it was a disease right that and there's well and that that's a topic for later on in the conversation around the discrimination around obesity right um i had the sickness of obesity and and um that and i firmly believe it's a sickness for a lot of people um to your point dude i was like always eating healthy, always working out. I did. I put in so much effort into like, dude, I, I, I mean, I, I still love, I like, I love working out. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, so to your point, like, yeah, that was, I don't know. I, I want to guess 5,000 hours of effort. <laughs> there was a lot of, uh, there was, a, the, that, that, that didn't come accidentally. Right? That came from a lot of effort. And so the minute the weight loss, the weight came off, like, yeah, I'd, I had a strong foundation. Right. right. And, and and what that has allowed me to do, which goes to the whole MetPro, you know, thesis is like, man, dude, now that I've taken the weight off, it, it's pretty easy for me to keep it off. Right. Like, I don't have to try very hard to keep it off. Um, and, and, and a lot of folks, when they lose weight, they lose the wrong weight, they lose their muscle mass. You know, they starve themselves. They don't have a good found. They don't have, you know, a, a large amount of lean body mass to begin with. They and, and then they lose weight and then they're a frail version of themselves essentially. And now, and their metabolism gets jacked up because they don't have the right, you know, again, the foundation's broken still and, and whether their eating habits change or whatever is a different conversation. But, 
but um but yeah that that for me so it was interesting to go through the whole net pro experience and then to then have a a new uh but to have that learning and understanding and then to actually be able to leverage it on in a new bodies has been different it's been it's been cool i mean I drink a lot more alcohol, which is not part of the Met Pro. Met Pro. <laughs> That's not part. Hey, but hey, guys, uh, Angela does not promote Met Pro uh, to drink alcohol. That's not part of the plan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. In the world of successful partnerships, names like Procter & Gamble, Ben & Jerry, and supply and demand echo through business history. But when it comes to growing your business, who are the perfect partners? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. We're talking from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we hit a million dollar order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Picture this, a time when my business was facing a tough hurdle and I wasn't sure how to break through. But then came the breakthrough moment, a game changer that took my business to the next level. You know, what I absolutely adore about Shopify is its unparalleled ability to adapt and grow with your ambitions. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 75 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Darius, all lowercase. That's D-A-R-I-U-S. Go to shopify.com slash Darius now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Darius. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with the samples. Hey there, friends. It's Darius from Shazda here, and I have a little confession to make. You see, I've been battling allergies for years now, and let me tell you, They've been a real ordeal in my life. Allergies have been my constant companion. They stop me from fully enjoying the little things in life. Canceling plans with friends because of sudden allergy attack to missing out on an outdoor activity because of sneezing fits. Allergies have been a real nuisance. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing and a runny nose itchy, watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I've been a Claritin D user for many, many years now, and let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. Since I started using Claritin D, my symptoms have improved dramatically. Now, I can breathe easier, enjoy outdoor activities without worrying about sneezing fits, and truly live my life without being held back by allergies. Ready to live as if you don't have allergies, it's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter now. You don't even need a prescription. Go to ClaritinD.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear uses directed. Okay, so so but so here's here's the deal. 
I have lots and lots of clients that I say, hey, let's drink a little less often on the weekends. And then, you know, they laugh me off the stage. And guess what? We still get great results. It's, it's not about do this, don't do that. In fact, um, I really prefer to even define it as instead of, you know, being at a cert, certain weight, being at a certain uh, meal on a certain meal plan or exercise regime, more specifically, it's an understanding of how your body in real time is responding. Because what's the definition of insanity? It's trying the same thing over and over and getting the same result. Totally. And for most people, it's not. Um, so physiologically, Darius, you you represent you know that 2%. So most people listening are not going to have your experience on one side or the other. They're not going to have as hard a time losing weight. They're not going to have as big a transformation and as big a swing with the success either. Most people are going to be somewhere in between. But what most people are searching for is a way to not waste time. Okay. Because a lot of people, and and this is this is a a little bit of a pet peeve, um, and maybe a misrepresentation, but generally speaking, in the industry, there's this concept: if somebody is not at their best self, whatever that means to you, uh, it's because they don't have willpower. They don't have. Uh, they're not willing to put in the effort. It's too much work for them. That has not been my experience. I've dieted about 20,000 people in my career. So I, I, I've done this a couple times. Don't get me wrong. There are a few where we've had to have the conversation. We need to get moving. We need to put in more effort. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. By far, the reason for people not getting the transformative results they're looking for through diet and exercise is not a lack of willpower or effort. It's simply a lack of either the results they're expecting or the understanding of how their body is responding. One of my mentors taught me something that in the coaching world I felt is very valuable, and that is there is nothing that motivates human beings more than seeing progress. Right. When you go online and you Google, how do I lose 15 pounds, you're going to get 10,000 different answers. And I mean, answers from 10,000 different experts. And not a one of them can agree. I'll, I'll tell you the secret right now. Every one of them is right. That's the problem. It's not that you have one that's telling the truth and a bunch of snake oil salesmen. All of them are right. They're not all applicable to you. In fact, in most cases, there's going to be a very clear, with some analytics and some strategy, distinguish, di differentiation between what's going to be effective and what's only going to be marginal for you. And what do we do? Well, we look at the guy behind us. We go to our neighbor and we say, well, you look good or you did, you did a program that worked well for you. That must be a good program. That's the wrong measuring stick. Never measure based on how someone else's body responds. Your body is unique and it's not hard to measure. There's actually a very simple way we can baseline test, figure out where you're at, get it right, and we can deliver good news or we can deliver bad news. Whatever the news is, let's get accurate news so we're not wasting time. We're doing the right exercise, the right nutrition. So let me ask a quick question. Um, going back, so so because this this kind of lends way to this 
there's this whole movement right now where they're showing like, you know, overweight models and stuff like that. And and I've been stuck sure. on some of these social media threads where people are just fucking disgusted. Like they're just like just talking shit and they're like, why are they promoting this? This is so disgusting. And like just the words they choose are interesting because and most of them, I can guarantee you 99% of them are normal bodied human beings that have never really dealt with, with this. And to them, it's just, it's just, you know, they just think it's gross for whatever reason. Um, and I don't, ha- I don't have an, I actually don't have an opinion either way. I, I do think that there's something around people accepting each other and there's, you know, and then, and I also think there's an argument to be made that, Hey, like if ob- we, we wouldn't be promoting cancer as a thing, you know, and if we're saying obesity is a sickness, then are we promoting that? And, and the, so that I, I get that there's different mindsets around that. You're, the thing you said earlier that I wanted to kind of lean in on, which is human beings, um, you have a small percentage that they don't have the willpower. Out of your 20,000, if you had to guess, what percentage of them don't have the actual willpower? They're just, they are that lazy group that just doesn't want to do it. Minuscule. Like under I, 5%, 3%, 1%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in that range, it's it's a minuscule amount because what happens is it's always in degrees. So you can go and you can start an exercise and, and it's whatever your goal is. Everyone's goal is different. So there's no right or no wrong. What there is is effective or non-effective. I get people that are hiring us to put on size. I had a gal that hired us. She was going on one of those um, – uh, you know, deserted island shows or uh, she's going to be, you know, uh, survival to 21 days, nothing. She hired me to slow her metabolic rate so she wouldn't get low blood sugar and headaches and, you know, feel horrible while she's going 21 days foraging, right? How did, how, 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 how did that, I, I was your client when that, when she was your client. When I was working how, did, her, yeah, how did that work out for her? She crushed it. She did great. Uh, she, you know, it was on, it was one of those discovery health shows, uh, her partner that was with her, he had a lot of problems, apparently yeah, he, he uh, did, that lame ass didn't slow the metabolism <laughs> down before. Yeah, she yeah. did excellent. So she, yeah, she made it. And then when she got back, we worked on her metabolism again, just bringing her back into the range of normal again. You see, so, um, it's, it's never, it's never about, you know, everybody needs to be at this weight, look this way, or any specific thing. Here's what bothers me is when somebody says, here is my goals, but then they're doing a lot of things that unbeknownst to them are not directly correlative to achieving those directives, those ideals, those specific goals. That's where we get frustrated and people throw in the towel. It's not, I'm not willing to do this work. It reaches a threshold where... I'm eating clean. I'm exercising reg- regularly. I lost five pounds the first week. That was awesome. Okay, now fast forward six weeks, seven weeks. Now I'm doing all those things, but I'm losing half a pound in that week. Guess what I'm going to do? Eventually, I'm going to throw in a towel and say, it's not worth it right. if I'm not understanding where I am in the scheme of things and I don't see next steps. And that's where the strategy comes in. Whether you're trying to gain weight, put on muscles, hit PRs, perform better, or simply feel better. Simply feel better. Whatever is right for your body to live your best life and healthiest life, you want to make sure that we're not 
wasting time. And this is what I, I talk a lot about with the executive crowd and basically the, the professionals or anyone, anyone really, who's just busy in life. When I ask someone, okay, show me your routine. I want to see what you're eating, how you're exercising. And they say, well, what could I do if I just want one takeaway strategy um, that doesn't require any technical work or any expert? Here's what it is. Write down your exercise routine, if you have one. Write down your nutrition. And then write down your goal. But keep your goal separate. Take it to one of your friends. Show your next-door neighbor and say, hey, hey, Johnny, here's what I'm eating. Here's what I'm doing. What do you think I'm trying to accomplish? He's like, you're trying to get fat, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to do the – so – it doesn't take an expert to look at it and say, this program has an identity crisis. Or, oh, no, it's obvious what you're trying to do here. You're trying to improve your endurance athletics. You're trying to lose weight or you're trying to build muscle. Does your program have an identity crisis? Because if it's not specific, you're probably not going to be moving the dial in the direction you want quick enough. Results. That's the key. Got to get results. Well, and so – and right. And so I think to your point is we tend to get like – like motivation is fleeting to your point, right? It's a, it, like, like you, like it, motivation is one of those things that needs, uh, it needs that next like kickstart to get to the next goal. Right. And, 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 and so it's easy to like, dude, I got 20 pounds to lose. Right. Let's just pick a number. It's easy for me to be like, all right, I'm not going to, I'm going to eat a clean diet this week and I'm going to work out an hour a day, six days this week. And I'm not drinking any alcohol and I'm not eating any sugar and I'm not going to have any fun at all. No, no, tea, no, nothing like we can all do that for like, I don't know, a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe even 10 weeks, 12 weeks. But at a certain point, you're just like, like most people. Now, there are definitely people yep. that, you know, especially I, I know lots of them. I mean, like I've been in the camp before where it's like I went 12 weeks without one carb. Literally without one gram of carbohydrates for twelve weeks. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I, I swear to God, I didn't eat a car one. I think it was like trace carbs, right? Like, I and Angela knows this about me. I'm kind of a maniac, right? Like, I can do I can do shit that a lot of people probably wouldn't put themselves through. Um, but I did that, and I was like. You know, and I got really good good results until I didn't. I'm going to use myself as a, as a case study here. Not, dude, keto, man. You got to go do keto. And I'm like, dude, I've done everything. Like, you name it, I've done it. And so I did that where I went 12 weeks, not one carb. Dude, I was eating, dude, I got so creative, Angelo. I was making fried cheese. <laughs> I was making fried cheese taco shells and putting ground beef and bacon inside of them. This is Atkins. So here, this might surprise you, Darius. This might surprise you. So, and I would say this has even shifted just in the last decade. I get less calls, people asking my team and I saying, well, I was thinking about trying keto or I was thinking about going vegetarian or I was thinking about intermittent fasting or I was thinking about a paleo style diet or I was thinking about limiting this or adjusting that or and what do you think that's not the conversation i have you what, know what the so conversation that, is but was that the case two or three years ago more of that uh, a little more than that i would say more like a decade ago that was the case is i've heard of all these different approaches 
what do you think I should do? Now the phone call is, hey, Angelo. So I did keto. I did intermittent fasting. I did calorie control. I did carb cycling. I did this. I did that. I tried all of them. I tried them all twice. Now what do I do and how do I make it sustainable? Which one? Well, they all worked. I say, but here I am. So how do we get to the root of the problem? And that is a sports nutrition approach, an athletic approach, and actually addressing the metabolism and tracking it individually. So you just presented me, now rewinding a second, you just presented me me an all-in scenario. You presented that basically expecting me to say, don't go all in. What you need to do is build a habit and lifestyle, and that's all true. But sometimes I have a client and his circumstance and where he's at, I tell him I want you to go all in. Sometimes there is that circumstance. <laughs> you are good at that. When you went all in, we had these stints, right? And you'd move the dial and that would get you motivated. And sometimes you have to do it in stints like that because you can't be running at you know, full throttle 24-7, you know, 365 days a year. You can't do that. No. So there is some strategy to it. it. The question is how do we know when? How do we know when to manipulate your carbs versus calories? How do we know when to time gate meals or to spread meals out or to add extra meals? How do we know when the best time to do a, hey, next five days, we're going to hit the weights hard or we're going to back off on the weight training and hit more cardio. So the big picture levers. So when I get, I'll get an athlete calling me and this is where kind of going back to that intention and we want to be able to accomplish what we're setting out. Um, I'll have an athlete call me and he'll tell me, here's what I'm trying to accomplish. And I'll say, let me look at your program. And I'll look at his program. It's filled with great stuff. Maybe this athlete's training 12, 14 hours a week. I mean, this could be a pro athlete even. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm not looking at, you know, the program that some, some of his, you know, team trainers are doing. I'm like scratching my head going, what are these guys thinking? This is all wrong. No, they're all great. But I take my red pen out and I go, Here's what we're not doing. Here's what we're not doing. And here's what we're doing more of why. Because I'm going to evaluate things with the end goal in mind. Here's the goal you've told me you have. Now, when I go through your routine out of the week, of those 14 hours of awesome training you're doing, three hours are directly correlative to that goal. The rest are all awesome. They're helping you, but they're accessory. They're auxiliary to it. And most people, when they hit a plateau, hit a plateau because there isn't enough specificity in their nutrition and training to push beyond it. They'll usually see some results until their body gets used to a good general routine. And when it comes time to now have to specialize, That's where most people, even fitness enthusiasts, will start scratching their head and what they have to do next. Because the answer is not go all in on this one thing for the rest of your life. But the answer may be go all in on one or two things for a time until we pass this threshold and then circle back to it. So that's where the specificity. And if I, if, if, I were to pull back the curtains and say, okay, at MetPro, here's what our experts will do. 
it's not a, well, here's the meal plan. Here's the exercise routine. There's a million and one programs out there like that. That's not what we do. We start with an evaluation of the person. And the first thing we do mm-hmm. is we ask about goals, but not for the reason most people think. A goal setting session with me looks very different than probably what you'd expect. A goal setting session with me that really satisfies me is about figuring out what you're doing now that we're cutting out. It's about slashing things. It's about here's all the things we're not going to do because we need to get hyper-focused on the elements that are going to be most relevant, which by the way, you know, spoiler alert, that's going to put nutrition squarely at the top of your list, Mm -hmm. but the items that are going to be the most relevant to move the dial in the direction that you want. So it's not a matter of we ignore things. It's a matter of check one thing off the list. Once we accomplish that, then we can move on to the next, the next, the next. I mean, super super common conversation. I'll talk with a type A personality executive who just he's a driver or she's a driver, just goes, goes, goes. And um, he'll say to me, Angela, I want to, you know, I want to bench my body weight. I want to run a sub six minute mile and I want to lose 40 pounds. Can you help me do that? Sure. Which one do you want to do first? You go down to the quarter gym and you tell Bob, Bob, the trainer is going to help you do all of them at the same time. Probably you're not going to achieve any of them. Yeah. You got real good odds. If we make a priority list, let's get specific enough to check that box. And then we do the next one, the next one, the next one. And now boiling it down to weight loss. And I pick weight loss, not by my thought. I'm a sports nutrition. I got into this because I loved performance, physique transformations, the ability for a human to manipulate their body aesthetically and performance. But guess what 85% of people call me or asking for? Weight loss. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not that the nutrition is more important than the exercise. It's not that the uh, macronutrients are more relevant than your sleep cycles. It's not, it's not any of these hierarchies of health and priority. It really can be summed up by encapsulating it this way. Your metabolism is the most mysterious element of the process of transforming because we are human beings used to some level of parity. You know, I'm a human, you're a human, you know, I have two hands, you have two hands, I have two feet, you have two feet, you know, basically there's some level of parity. But when it comes to metabolism, I'm here to tell you, Mm -mm. it is not fair. Spectrum. Yeah. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Darius here. And by now you might know that I'm passionate about a few things. Pizza, pink unicorns, core values, and down dirty, interesting conversation with some amazing people. However, the biggest one that I've spent most of my career on is entrepreneurship and scale. You see, look, my first few years in business, I spent like probably a good five years of my life getting my freaking teeth kicked. I mean, really getting crushed. And I learned a lot during that time period. So I spent the greater part of the last couple of years helping entrepreneurs scale their businesses in a meaningful way without going through the same growing pains that I did. And what I realized is that CEOs and business leaders don't know if they can scale and thus they do the right thing at the wrong times. 
This causes them to lose clarity, lose momentum, alignment, and the bottom line is you lose money. And look, you don't have to do that. It's why I created what I call the scalability assessment. And you can access it 100% for free. That's right, guys. There are perks to listening to The Greatness Machine. All you have to do is go to DariusScale.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S scale, S-C-A-L-E.com. And there, you can check to see if your business is set up to scale properly. It's going to give you a scalability score at the end. And it's also going to give you some clarity on what you can do next. Once again, guys, that's www.itsdariusscale.com. Once again, guys, it's DariusScale.com. And now back to the show. I was watching this thing. Um, it was, um, I can't remember. It was like on, it was on HBO that, what, back when um, oh, the Floyd, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather right? yeah. he was training for a fight. And then and he, and you know, he's a character. He's a pretty big character and they're showing his training camp. And, and, and his dad, who was like, I think he was a champ at one point, Floyd Mayweather senior was talking about what he does for diet. Do you know, are you, are, is, have you heard of this before? No, I haven't heard of this one. I'm edge of my seat. What is oh, he? Oh man! So Floyd Mayweather Senior's like who? Who? Dude, the guy is freaking like probably he was like in his fifties at this point, or, or maybe even early sixties. But I think he was in his fifties. Was just shredded, like he's like eight pack, right? Right. Just, right. Like the guy is like just a specimen, right? <laughs> dude, dude, his diet consisted of like Taco Bell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, chicken. Yeah. Dude, it was like one fast food donuts, ho hos, ding dong. It was like literally the laundry list of the worst fucking food you could possibly eat in your whole life. If you were to go to a nutritionist and say, "I want, I want to eat, I want to be, I want to look the way he looks," and I remember I was watching this because I'm a, a glutton for punishment, I guess, and I was like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> So it's aggravating. I get it. I was like sitting here. I was sitting here, like working with Angelo, twenty, like doing everything you could possibly do to like be healthy. Not, I I was just trying to not gain weight at a certain point, right? Right. And like, and and here's a guy who's just like literally going down the. It was just a. It was to your point. Life's not fair, right? And and I I want to say one other thing. Yeah. When we first started working together, one of the things I um, that was interesting, I, it was one of the first things you did that goes back to what you just said before, that the first thing I do is I get my red pen out and I eliminate. And you said something to me that I, there's two things you said to me that were like just burned in my brain. As you said, I'd rather you spend 30 minutes meal prepping than working out, right? And it was like, and it was, it was funny because I got permission at that moment to be like, Oh, I'm just not going to work out today. I'm going to go focus on nutrition. And it was like at nighttime, I'd be tired. I'd be like, if I go to the gym right now, I'm like, oh, I got to go meal prep. And I would just go meal prep. And that became a priority for me above all else was making my lunch for the next day and my snacks so that I was eating out of this Tupperware, like like lean meat and broccoli, you know? Um and and even like the again the reason I ended up getting surgery was that I was still doing that and then I and then slightly tweaked my diet like I I was I was eating like one ounce of sugar it was something little right and it, my body just you know attacked me but anyway that was really interesting the other thing that um, was I think that I think is one of the tenets of MetPro to your point is around specificity based off of the personal needs of the, the individual right specific to their needs. 
what, but this idea of contrast that, that especially for, for, I think it's, and, and for people where they gain muscle, they, they, people, especially like that really get into working out and putting on mass is around changing up your workouts right, to create contrast, right? Trick your body. Your body's like, hey, whoa, he didn't do squats that way before. And I got to balance him differently now. And, I, you know, I'm going to do micro tears and build some muscles up where I didn't have them before to, to fix them. But which I, I think people get that from like a like that's not a hard concept to get. I think people have a harder time getting that from a diet standpoint. Because your point, it's a total black box, right? It's like, what do you mean create contrast? How do you create contrast? Yeah. Because there's a million and one experts giving you a million and one different ways of doing it. And how do you line it up? So how do you how do you think of these things I just said? So that, that so you hit the, the nail on the head. That that is the key. And so how do you do that? And the answer is the baseline test. So um, we stop guessing. So I, I tell every one of my clients, I mentioned this before, there's no you you can't control, I can't control how your body responds any more than either of us can control the color of your eyes. What we can do is we can get the color right. We can say you have brown eyes and we can be right. I don't want to guess. So over the years, you know, the process, and, I, and I'm simplifying a bit. There's obviously a little more to it this than this. But over the years, we've boiled it down to a process that we call baseline testing at NetPro. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on a meal plan. You're female, 45 years old. You're healthier fit. You want to you know, build a little more muscle or you want to lose 10 pounds of fat or you want whatever your goal is. Uh, I'm going to look at your general demographics, height, weight, body type, history, et cetera, et cetera, and put you on a baseline meal plan that is not special, <laughs> that is not unique, that is just straight down the middle, really solid, that I can use to test your body. And this is, again, a little bit of an oversimplification, but really the major tenets of it are this. There's only three possible outcomes. You're going to gain weight, you're going to lose weight, you're going to stay the same weight. That's it. Right? So I mean, that part's not rocket science. The key is we have to have a baseline to anchor, to determine. So people all the time say to me, I have a fast metabolism. And then I say to them, no, you don't. It's <laughs> like, is that your opinion? I said, no. It's that I can take my database because we aggregate declassified data so it's known as personal data we aggregate declassified and i can tell you now based on body types based on goals based on age groups what averages and what the average person can expect and by the way the average swings it's such a range but if you have to boil it down, math is math, and there's a center, and I can look at someone, and I can say, here's what you're eating. You're eating this many grams of carbs, this many grams of fat, this many grams of protein. I know the glycemic load of your, the foods you're eating. I know the calorie intake, and I know how frequently and with the meal timing. Up. Here is exactly how your body's responded. You have lost 0.0052% of your body weight in seven days. Here is how the last... 15,000 people of your general demographic, male, 32, whatever, your demographic has responded on the exact same meal plan. Based on that, on average, you have a slower metabolism. Or I get this even more often. My metabolism is really slow. No, it's not. <laughs> At least not today. So here's the data. Here's how we know that. 
what I'm looking for is how your body is responding. So that way we're not guessing. We're not wasting time because somebody will say this macronutrient ratio or this strategy of nutrition is best. They're not wrong. The question is best for who? Not you, because I just tested you in and on that intake, you gain two pounds in a week. (laughs) So what we have to do is we have to figure out where we need to be. Then a more in-depth concept is that concept of contrast. The principle is your metabolism is a moving target, which is why it's so confusing, because it's not staying still. Proof of that is anyone who's done a diet before and then gone back and tried the same diet again in the future. And your body's like, fuck you. (laughs) Your body does not respond the same, let alone respond the same as your neighbor. Right. your body didn't even respond the same to the same diet you did two years ago. Isn't that crazy? Your metabolism is always adapting, but there's light at the end of the tunnel because there's some principles. We're designed to stay alive. So your metabolism is like a carburetor. It's going to tune up or tune down. If you eat less fuel, it's going to slow down to compensate. If you eat more fuel, it's going to increase to rev up. Otherwise, you die. If it can't match a lower intake, if it can't slow down, you'd literally starve to death, even on a minor restrictive diet. If it can't speed up, you would literally gain weight indefinitely if it couldn't acclimate. And so what that does is it creates all these myths all these misconceptions and they're well-intentioned. I mean, you see the cover of the, the you know, the runner's magazine and the couple jogging through the park and they, they're, you know, healthy and fit. And they say, you know, eat broccoli, speed your metabolism. I love it. That's great. Big fan of broccoli. You want to know who actually have the fastest metabolism on the planet? You ever seen those discovery yeah. health shows? You've heard me say this before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pretend like I don't know. No, who Angela? No, who? You know, or they're they're taking the, you know, 900-pound man out of his house in a crane. He can't even stand on his own, you know. And then it shows, you know, I mean, that Hollywood's going to have their their piece with it, you know. So it shows the fried chicken and the pizza and the this and that that he's consuming in one day. But if you want to talk about measuring metabolism, you know, these guys go down to eating 5,000 calories a day. And it's not uncommon for them to lose 10 pounds a day for multiple days in a row. I mean, for our listeners, how many how many pounds a day would you lose eating 5,000 calories a day? You see? So the, the point being is our perception of what constitutes a fast or slow metabolism is get well-meaning, is getting confused with how we define a nutritious or unhealthy diet. Those are both important topics, and there is some crossover, but they really are two separate topics that have to be addressed individually. So <clears throat> the reason that every year when, when and this is going back when I was coaching uh, physique clients, bodybuilders, physique, you know, the whole nine yards, every year people would approach me at one of the, the shows 
And they would say, wow, Mr. Pola, you're athlete on stage. You know, they're 3% body. They look amazing, you know. And, and they'd ask, what do you have the meeting? You know, and I'd give the tongue-in-cheek answer, the same standard, you know, boiled chicken, brown rice, broccoli, you know, typical bodybuilder answer. And then I'd wait for it. If I ate like that, would I look like them? <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> so here's why. Because there's nothing magical about the boiled chicken, the brown rice, or the broccoli. That's not it. It's the contrast. It's the fact that they spent months and months towing their metabolic rate up, training, eating a little bit more calories, a little more carbohydrates, a little more intake, getting their body used to more and more and more calories. So now when they contest prep and they slash their calories and we readjust their carbs and we drop it down to 1,900 calories of boiled chicken and broccoli, yeah the fat incinerates off of them because, and this is this part's important, weight loss is not about whether you're eating XYZ calories or whether you're eating any special foods. Weight loss is about whether or not your body is in a state where it perceives contrast. Weight loss is simply, or weight gain, is simply what happens in the duration of time it takes your metabolism to reacclimate to your new intake. I'm going to repeat that one more time. Weight loss or weight gain is not a function of what you eat per se, but rather a function of the weight you gain or lose and the time it takes your body, your metabolism to adjust to the new environment. So this is a, you know, the the coffee table trick. 3 women, they all go on the same diet. One gain, it's 1,500 calories a day, just making stuff up. 1,500 calories a day, they all go on the same diet. They're friends. One gains weight, one loses weight, and one stays the same weight. Now, now for the magic trick. <laughs> Poof, we can tell you. The one who gained weight was used to eating less than 1,500 calories before she started. The one who lost weight, was used to eating more than 1,500 calories before she started, and the one that stayed the same weight was used to about 1,500 calories. Wow. Now, I, I don't want to get too technical here. We, you can substitute calories with any, you know, you can manipulate carbs, timing, glycemic load, but the principle is that your body's going to respond not based on 1,500 calories. It's going to respond based on what it was previously used to. So that comes full circle to this concept of contrast and how we would diet people. So Johnny, I want you to eat an apple and, you know, 20 almonds at 2.30 every day. Well, why? What is it about the nutrients in the apple? What is it about the almonds? Why is it I'm eating this special food? People want to know these things. You know, there's certain properties in this food. No, it's nothing special. It's there so that way when I take it out five weeks from now, I'm going to get a calculable response because your body was used to it being there. There's not, not some magic formula that's getting your body used to something so we're in control versus just willy-nilly based on what your metabolism is doing. Do you think that people choose those more like really bland foods? I'm picking bland and like simplistic because it's way more easy to measure. Yeah. 
uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I can tell you why I choose certain foods over others. And it's, again, not the answer. You, you know, most people would expect. Most people say, Mr. Poli, I know who you work with. I need this, this nutritionist and trainer that's, you know, all these technical programs. And then when they find out my rationale behind why, you know what I'm interested in? Portability and perishability. That's what I'm interested in. Portability and perishability. Because those two things are going to actually translate into in real world what you're going to actually do and not do and what you can be consistent with interesting people ask me this all the time they say well what are your thoughts on you know snacks frequently throughout the day because there's a, some professionals that say no you only eat three meals a day don't eat when you're uh, not hungry don't snack and then there's other like a lot of the fitness gurus who say no you got to eat every two and a half hours if you work with me you're going to eat snacks for none of the reasons you think, none of those reasons. You know why I don't. Uh, you know why I have every one of my clients eat an afternoon snack. Why? Because we don't take snacks socially. Say that again. We don't eat snacks socially. You don't call up your workmate. Hey Johnny, down in the department at the end, down in your, the tech department. Hey Johnny, let let's go grab a bite to eat for lunch. Let's meet at our favorite place around the corner. You don't say, hey, family, we're going to have this for dinner. We're going to get together as a family. Grandma's coming over. We're going to have dinner together. You don't call up people and say, hey, Bob, water cooler. I got half an apple and 12 almonds. What do you say? We don't do that. It's ridiculous. We eat our snacks personally, not socially, which means people will eat what I ask them to. They'll actually do it. Oh. I have them have snacks. So when they went, when I put a snack there, I know I can anchor to that because it's easy and it doesn't need to be apple and all. It can be whatever you want. Okay. So we come up with something real simple, but I know I can guarantee that you'll have it because there's not going to be a social issue that's going to get in the way. Whereas, you know, what might happen at dinner, you might be having dinner at friend's house and you can apply principles, but you can't measure out and be exact and this, that, and the other. Whereas I can be exact with your snacks. All the other reasons, metabolic benefit, this, that, and the other, there's relevancy and truth to all of those, but they're dwarfed by the real world simple application of the result I can get. It's what a man can do and what a man can't do. What I can do, what I can't do. What a person can and will do, what a person won't do. I have, you know, one of my favorite clients, a gal, she says to me, I'll do anything you tell me, Angelo, if I'll see results, except this. Can I get results around that? Well, the answer is yes, because your body is still used to a certain routine. So if one variable won't change, we might have to get more aggressive, leaning into the other dials. But the more variables that we can be consistent with, the more dials we have, the more control we have. So the more, the bigger that list of things you won't compromise on, yeah, the harder it gets. But it doesn't mean that if you have a few non-starters, well, well, forget it. I can't make progress because it's just not true. You can't. What was the one thing that you wouldn't do? <laughs> in this case it was actually the uh, creamer with her coffee so not a big deal <laughs> oh that's that's easy peasy that's easy peasy. oh right? man but dude you're just dropping knowledge um we're just rounding the end of the show here we're, we're, so look i mean obviously 
you know, you guys have helped what 20,000 plus athletes and, and executives and people and just average people too, just to gain amazing results. I, I always point people in your guys direction as, because I, I was one of those guys that spent 11 plus years on a diet, um, ended up doing medical intervention to, to really get the, the bigger results. And then, but, but still a huge fan of your guys work. Where can people find you guys and, and what's the best way for people to connect with you? just go to metpro.co it's metpro.co and uh, you, you read all about what we do we have you know our, our main focus is on the high level high touch consulting so we work very much hands on um we actually do a concierge program. Now we have stuff for more of the uh, people who are the, the DIYers, giving them tools and things like that. We have that, but our actual concierge coaching program, it is truly that because there's a million and one programs out there that are good programs, but they're not trying to be concierge. So when we work with somebody, I, I tell people this, we're going to get to know you. That's, I mean, that's what it really boils down to. We're going to get to know you. We're going to work day in and day out to figure out what works for you when we need to adjust the nutrition, when we need to adjust the training. Um, and we actually are passionate about what we do. We love working with people. So um, if you go to the website and it's, and it's interesting, uh, schedule yourself for a consultation with one of our specialists. You're not going to talk to someone who's just uh, behind the desk answering the phones, putting you on hold or pre-recording. You'll actually talk to someone who's gone through the process, who's an expert in what they do, and just tell them about yourself. And he'll share with you, here's others that have been in a similar circumstance. Here's what they found effective. Here's what a options would look like for you. A program might look like for you. Is this right for your lifestyle right now? So anyhow, yeah, uh, if you're at all interested in even just learning by reading some articles, go to metpro.co. We would love to have you. Guys, you heard it from the man. Um, Angela, I appreciate you so much, man. Seriously. <laughs> I love talking, buddy. This is great. Yeah, no, guys, uh, honestly, um, Angelo and his team really know what the hell they're doing. And it's a great, great uh, opportunity to really take a scientific approach. But there's an art and science in this. And I, and I think what you guys do a really great job of is respecting that there is, you know, there is kind of that attention to the detail from what's right for the person. That's the art of it is, hey, everyone's different and there's some intuition involved. And obviously there's a process baked around that that you guys have perfected and do amazing work with. So guys, check out Angelo and the MetPro Met Pro team at metpro.co. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time here today. Always a pleasure, Darius. Talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. Had a great week. Um, we got some more people coming on next week, so follow us. You can subscribe to the show on YouTube, or you can go to my website and just sign up on there at therealdarius.com. That's uh, www.therealdarius.com. Um, with that said, everyone, have a great weekend. Talk to you guys soon. Peace out. We love you. Ouch. <laughs> you are listening to The Greatness Machine, and that's a wrap for today. Guys, The Greatness Machine is all about two things. People who are living their passions and those who are creating greatness in the world. And we feature these messages and speakers so it can help you step into your greatness within your own life and your own business. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from. And leave us a review. We love getting reviews for the show. 
If the episode made you think of someone who is leveling up in their business and life, print screen it, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to learn from one another. You can also go to our website, www.thegreatnessmachine.com. That's www.thegreatnessmachine.com. And on there, you'll see special tools to help you scale your business faster, show notes for the episode to help you integrate the lessons, and you will also get links that came out during the show. So on there, look, you can also grab a copy of my book, The Core Value Equation, which is a resource for helping CEOs and business leaders establish core values from their teams that don't suck. And mind you, a lot of them suck. Get access to this and more at www.thegreatnessmachine.com. With that said, you guys, look, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We out of here. See you guys next time. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.